There is a candle in every soul. You're listening to Lit Speak with Patty Sheen on Blog Talk Radio. Some dark and cold. There is a spirit who brings a fire, ignites a candle, and makes his own. Morning and welcome. Here we praise the truth in God's creation through the ideas inspired by human imagination. During this hour, we hope to ignite your candle, that you may use it to brighten the darkest corners in your world. Good morning again. Welcome to Literally Speaking right here on Blog Talk Radio and the Road Less Traveled Internet Ministries. As you join us on this journey, we invite you to listen for an idea that will inspire you to tap into your imagination. It is Tuesday, April 14th. I'd like to welcome everyone. And I know that Derek has some comments for me this morning, so you might as well go I, ahead, Derek. I do have some comments. Yes, I'll for you bet this you morning. do. I'm not going to rub it in. <laughs> Although the Cubs did be, the, the Cubs beat your Rockies, which two games out of 3. Yes, two games out of 3. Which means they took the series. But so, the yeah, the best part of it was that second game. <laughs> two outs, two strikes, down two, no, down one, down one and and the old Rocky Dexter Fowler. Here comes Dexter. I couldn't believe he would betray us like that. Here comes Dexter. <laughs> of course, I guess he has to, he has to work for the people that are paying him. I understand well, that. Well, sure he does. Sure but actually, he does. actually, do you know why they lost those two games to the Cubs? They scored less runs than the Cubs did. No, no, that's not the reason. The reason is because our Rockies are so compassionate. Oh, is that? And they knew that the Cubs had a poor record, and they thought, let's probably let's try to give these guys some incentive. And we'll give them a break. And they gave them a boost because the Cubs have gone on to win four in a row. <laughs> but it was nice for your Rockies to start out 4-0. I must say, Rockies are doing pretty good. They're at 4-0 and, away. Yeah, and then they came home the and road. lost two out of three. Well, still, they're 5-2, and two, and that's pretty darn good. That's pretty good. <laughs> for the Rockies, that, that's, <laughs> that, that is true. Yeah, I hope they can really keep it together this year. And that's true. Be, it have is. Have a good season. We've been having fun watching. They won't. Them, so. and, and you know what? Neither will the Cubs. Oh, ye of little faith. They won't. I'm sorry. Neither, <laughs> hey, I've been a Cubs fan for 47 years. <laughs> well, actually, I've only been a Rockies fan for about five. So, <laughs> But I never cared for any sport really much until... Yeah, and now Rockies, you're a huge... Oh, the Rockies came back and... I, yeah. You know, it's it's all over the internet. You can look it up, but I can't remember which game it was. But they were down by some ridiculous thing, like eight runs. Yeah. And they came back in the ninth yeah. and won it. And it was yeah. a landmark game. And I Absolutely. That, my hubby that. happened to have the game on. I thought, wow, this looks like a cool game to watch. And I've been into it ever since. And that's, and that's yeah, it. Yeah. So. Yes, so yes. I'm interested so. to to ask Ro, our guest. Yes, our guest is from Chicago, too, and I'm yes. sure. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, speaking of that, let's get yeah. on with our show. Absolutely. First of all, I, I, I'd like folks to know where they can find us, mm-hmm. or find me anyway. They can find, find somebody. me. And, yeah, find somebody. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking at our uh, slideshow, uh-huh. you'll see my website up there. My, my website is patty, P-A-T-T-I, Sheen, S-H-E-N-E dot com. Of course, the www goes without saying anymore. Right. And then I also have a Facebook page, mm-hmm. and it is called Literally Speaking. So all you need to do is go to your search bar and type in, start typing in Literally Speaking, and it'll come right up. I'd love to have you like me on my page. That's where I usually announce our shows and all that kind of fun stuff. I also have a Twitter account, and that is at Patty Sheen. If you follow me, I'll follow you back. It may take me a few days to get caught up with all the follows, but... I I do eventually follow people. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, I want to introduce our guest today. Her name is Rorina Quo, and she is an acquisitions editor and editorial director for Lighthouse Publishing of the Carolinas. That's a fancy title. Now, if you can remember, <laughs> our very first guest that we had on the show, Cindy Sproles. Oh, okay. Is okay. involved with Lighthouse. I think she's one of the co-founders of Lighthouse Publishing sure. of the Carolinas. Anyway, Roe is a development executive producer for Lighthouse Productions of the Carolinas, so they also have a uh, film-making on. Mm-hmm. She has mentored screenwriters as a development executive for the 168 Rite of Passage short screenplay competition, and I'm sure Roe's going to be talking to us about that during the show. Mm-hmm. With over 15 years of ministering to children, youth groups, young adults, and now women and family groups, Rowena advocates for writers to build God-centered support systems, I love that, mm-hmm. consisting of people, perseverance, practice, and most of all, prayer. Rowena can be found on Facebook at Rowena Quo, and mm-hmm. even though it's pronounced Q-U-O like status quo, yeah. it's spelled K-U-O. So mm-hmm. let me repeat that. If you want to find Rowena, look for her at Rowena K-U-O for her Facebook page. And I'd also like to refer listeners to the Lighthouse Productions of the Carolinas website, which is located at www.lpcmediagroup.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Rowena. So glad to have you here. Hi, Patty. Thank you for having me on the show. <laughs> well, Ro and hey, I Derek. are friends. We go back. Quite, Hello, Ro. <laughs> we go back quite a ways, so it's really fun to have her here. And and Ro, another reason I'm so excited to have you today. I don't know if you've been following our show, but ever since January, we've we've been broadcasting and we've been featuring different authors. Mm-hmm. And yes, the exciting yes, thing that's about the exciting thing about having you today is that you are presenting kind of a different aspect of the whole creative spectrum, which is film production and screenwriting. So the first question I'm going to ask you, Ro, is what does your role as a film producer entail? Well, um, I'm a development executive producer. That kind of means I get the project rolling. Um, I see what's needed for the project to begin and uh, try to get all the members involved and participate, and then um, the project takes a life of its take on a, a life of its own, and then uh, hopefully the film gets produced. So I uh, oh. I look at the authors first, um, and then try to uh, introduce them to screenwriters to have the novel or whatever they have 
uh, put into a screenplay, and then uh, we take it from there to pitch it and try to get it produced. Ro, do you always uh, go, do you always use a novel then to create to go to film, or are there ever projects that are original screenplays that come to to film? Well, um, for for right now, we're doing the novels. However. Hmm. Um, we will look at other projects. It doesn't necessarily have to be a novel. Um, we started with our own uh, published books, and then, um, but now we are doing other projects as well. So it's not limited. So if you get published with LPC, you have a good chance of possibly ending up with a screenplay as well. That sounds pretty neat, yeah, bro. That's a great. Well, one. yes, yes, it's a, it is, it is, and Absolutely. actually, LPC Media Group is. The, the, uh, it's a collaboration of authors, screenwriters, and filmmakers uh, to produce each other's projects. So it's a network, uh, casting crew, professional artists participating uh, in each other's creative ventures. Well, that sounds that, pretty yeah, exciting. Yeah, it it does sound exciting, especially uh, you know as an author, you're you're coming in and saying, talking about being published and everything, and having that collaboration and that uh, connection with the possibility of hey maybe. Maybe this turns into a a film of some sort. Mm-hmm. I, I think an author's eyes have got to widen a little bit. I would imagine <laughs> uh, when you say that. For sure, so. Ro. I've always wondered this question. I'm going to ask you: How do the role of producer and director differ? That's a great question. Well, I've always it's wondered because that. You, you see the credits. I know you see the TV, credits. You're like, what the heck do? does a producer do? Exactly. <laughs> Well, it depends on the type of producer. If you're an executive producer, usually you fund the project and you are the creative force behind it. Um, as the director, you take that creative force and you actually uh, portray it on the screen. Um, so you tell, the, you tell people what to do as the director, um, where to stand, uh, how you want it presented, but the executive yeah. producer is the one who has the creative force behind it. Now, the producer is yeah. the one who actually puts it together. So there are different titles for producer. Uh, the technical side as a producer, and then um, that that's the person who puts things together clip by clip by clip. Um, and then there is yeah. the executive producer okay. who is the overall creative mind behind it. You know, I think there's one thing that we should probably just get right out there that we didn't ask at the very beginning, which is probably the most important question that I noticed that uh, you probably won't ask, Pat. Yeah, because you can see inside my head, Derek. Exactly. (laughs) Ro, being from Chicago, are you a Cubs fan? Yes, I am. Actually, it's interesting you should say that. I learned English with my grandmother, who spoke no English when she came here, um, from Harry Carey. Oh, Harry. There you yes, see. We, we Rose got a two-hour show now. We're we're yes. just going on with you, Rose. We're we're going to go on and on. You get special. You get special privileges now. Oh my goodness! Oh, my my grandmother uh, never learned to ride a bicycle, but she knew how to play baseball. Oh, how funny! Yes, hey, she loved Harry Carey. Uh, yes. Oh yes. Oh my! That was goodness, a common language. Funny. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! That's fantastic! Oh, that just she made was my day. Every game, she watched every game, and that's what we did: Sesame Street and baseball. On WGN. <laughs> yes. Yes, Growing on WGN. Up, that's, all, that's what I remember. 
I'm originally from Indiana, so we grew up. I grew up. I've always been a Cubs fan. So, and I yeah. know this has nothing to do with what you're doing. So I'll stop now, and I'll just sit here and <laughs> gloat in front of Pat. So Pat, you may continue. I just wanted to lay that groundwork uh, so that everybody who's listening knows. Okay, listen to Roe, what she's saying because she's a Cubs fan. <laughs> Well, the sad thing is we don't even play the Cubs again this whole season. I know. I don't think. It's kind of too probably bad. probably good. Yeah. <laughs> Ro, you and I will have a discussion later. <laughs> okay. Just, just I'm ready. It. Oh, goodness. Okay, funny. you can get back to what Ro does. So All I'm, right. I'm let's, sorry about that. <laughs> let's talk about how does screenwriting differ from novel writing, Ro? It, it almost seems like you take a novel and instead of having all the description and everything in there, you just kind of put a, a thing that says... Harry said, yeah. and then the stage direction, but I'm sure there's a lot more to it than yeah. that. So. Well, I, I, I've talked to authors and screenwriters all the time, and I'll have novelists come up to me, and, and I'll look at their work, and, and I'll tell them, I think you'd do well as a screenwriter, or vice versa, a screenwriter who wants to be a novelist. Mm-hmm. And for me, the difference between a screenwriter and a novelist is point of view. Uh, for, for the novelist, um, you're you're speaking, you're writing through the eyes of your characters to tell the story. There's narrative involved. And so you're working from the inside out to tell the story. For the screenwriter, you have to imagine yourself in the audience looking Mm -hmm. at what you are going to be describing because we can't see what's inside your characters' heads. So Mm -hmm. you have to present that on the screen in such a way that we know what they're thinking, we know what what their motivations are, um, and that's difficult to to do for some people. But for others, um, it's easier. Point of view for me is the largest um, difference I could see for for between um, screenwriters and novelists. So if you can, if you tend to have an outside point of view, meaning that you tend to uh, to be that omniscient kind of writer, a screenwriter uh, might be a better task for you. Um, if you are more narrative, if you have uh, thoughts coming stemming from the inside that you want to portray out, uh, the novelist venture might be better for you then um, as well. So it, it just depends on your point of view and how you see your writing. So a screenwriter would tend to need also, I would think, to be a little more detailed with their description of setting and there's that kind of thing to, to give a there, producer the idea of oh what, yes. mm-hmm. there's a what needs to be format. There's a specific format that you should follow to be a screenwriter. Things are laid out in a plan. Um, instead of chapters, you have scenes. Um, you have uh, the way you tell your story. The arc is different. Um, you put in different things at uh, different times. Uh, it's three acts. It's 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 all it's all very formula, and um, you know depending on the type of film you have and the size and whether it's a uh, whether and the length rather uh, whether it's whether it's um, a documentary what, whatever the genre is whether it's a right. short film yeah. or it's a long film um, if it's fiction. Things like that uh, come into play, but yes, there's a specific, specific format for screenwriting. You know, Ro, I was that, wondering. Uh, producers are able to take that material from and produce a movie. 
I was wondering, Roe, if uh, and and you see that a lot. You've you've seen it uh, quite a bit over the last few years. You see a lot, especially of the YA books coming out, whether it be uh, Hunger Games, whether it yes, be yes. Insurgent, whether it be, uh, but a lot of books coming to film, and you always hear the stories. Uh, how how possessive are authors of their novel writing when it comes to to the screen? We see, you know, you t- I talk to a lot of people, and of course, you know, being the nerd that I am, especially with the new superheroes coming out and all of those films, there's always a comparison. Mm-hmm. Uh, you sure. come out, oh, I, I like the book better. I like the. Is it tough when you get a novelist and a screenwriter? together to say, okay, this is how I see it on the screen, and and the novelist says, but that's not the way it is in my mm-hmm. in my yeah. book. Is, and how it, much right do they have yeah, to Yeah, and how much right do they have to, to keep? Is, is that yeah. a tough thing? Are, are you the referee oh, on yeah. that? How does that work? Well, uh, I have a little bit of a different view than Hollywood. Hollywood usually will take the rights from the author. The author has to sign the rights um, to the producer, and so they give up any say that they have upon signing those rights, mm-hmm. and it becomes that production's um, movie. Property, it, it, yeah. It becomes mm-hmm. that, yeah, that's their property. You, as writer, they may ask you uh, to be involved, but they don't have to. Um, with the venture that I'm doing with the uh, LPC Media Group, I take the authors and I pair them up with their screenwriters, and um, so they work together to uh, what the author feels is important, the screenwriter uh, will will follow, usually. So it's a it's a cooperative uh, cooperative project for them, and they both get he- uh, both get credit for it. Um, so and the author is involved throughout the whole process. So we don't own their rights uh, as far as like um, for the film but we work together with them so that the movie gets produced. Because you only have two and a half, you only have, what, two hours uh, sure. to put a movie yes. together, <laughs> and the, you could have however many page novel, so you yeah. have to pick and choose what scenes are going to be in there. Um, and, and, and sometimes that takes, a, that takes a lot, because if you think about it, one page of uh, screenwriting is one minute on screen. And so you have 120 minutes, uh, 120 pages to tell your story, and the novel may be 350 pages. Yeah. Wow. So so you have to um, you have to choose which scenes you're going to place, what characters you may have to eliminate some characters or combine characters. Uh, These things have to be um, decided upon while you're writing the screenplay. And this may be a little bit judgmental of Hollywood. Heaven forbid we should ever be that way. But I think a lot of there times... There you go, Pat, putting on your judging pants. Exactly. I, I, think, I think a lot of times people, Hollywood producers, will take a script that may have a very wonderful moral message to them, and, well, that's not going to sell very well, so we're going to add this, this, and this to it. And, and I know your organization... Well, I didn't <laughs> well, see Noah, but from what I you did. said, Derek, you're probably right. <laughs> But Roe, I, I know your your the LPC. I know, of course, focuses on the Christian message, mm-hmm. and I think that's part of oh, absolutely part of the well the difference. Well, the, wow. um, 
the trick is to actually um, get people, Christians and non-Christians, to be watching the films. Yes. And so the quality has to be there, and that exactly. takes time. So you have to be at the caliber of Hollywood, uh, but not necessarily have all the elements that make Hollywood films uh, popular. Um, exactly. And that's, that's, that's the difficulty there. Uh, because what's out there now, um, you know, they they promote certain things that not necessarily uh, Christians around the world are willing to watch, mm-hmm. um, and so and so there's that fine line of where do we walk, and what do we put in, and what don't we put in. Well, Rose, suppose I've written a, a what I think is a half decent screenplay. No, you I just happen to have one in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, my 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 question is: Are there places that you actually submit your screenplay, just like a novelist would submit a novel to a publishing house? Well, what I would do is look at uh, film festivals in your area. That oh, would be yeah. my first bit of advice: is to to research film festivals and to go to them, see what's out there, and to uh, connect with producers and agents and actors and other filmmakers and see if this is something that you would like to pitch to them or if this is something that you want to take on and uh, make yourself, produce yourself. So um, this is... There's a lot of research involved, and my first step would be to go to the film festivals and see and and meet people, um, do that type of networking, um, just like and, you do with writers' filter. conferences yeah. and meeting exactly. editors there. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we've got a break coming up here in about uh, three and a half minutes. But before we go to that break, tell us about the the one six eight rite of passage short screenplay competition. And apparently, there was a film there that. Um, Go ahead and tell us about Stuck. And, uh, oh, um, the one six eight, the one six eight short film uh, competition. You have you 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 receive a verse, and then you have one hundred and sixty eight hours, which is three, which is uh, seven days, to um, write a twelve minute screenplay. Cool. And wow, so um, it's a full screenplay from beginning to end. So it tells a story. Um, and and it's based off that verse. So you have just a week to write something, and and then uh, what happens is we get however many entries, and then we decide uh, which ones which ones will uh, make it to the top ten. And from those top ten, um, there's a chance that it'll get picked up and pr- uh, produced into a movie. That sounds really now, exciting. Now, when does that happen, really Ro? Fun. I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, really. Derek, <laughs> yeah. let's do this. I want to do this. <laughs> Usually, uh, you, it's in October uh, of each oh, year. Oh, we've got plenty of time. For that. Now, the one that also has a short film um, competition, which means that you get 168 hours to write a film and then 168 hours to film a film, oh. uh, you know, a 10-minute film, and oh, awesome. um, those also come up, uh, go up for prizes, and that usually uh, gets pr- they they all premiere or the best ones premiere um, in, in September or uh, whenever the film festival is, um, and then there are prizes for that too: best actor, best uh, director, wow. uh, best it's screenplay. Like, 
things it's like, like that. It's, Twitter, like, it's like a mini it's like a mini Oscar. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Very red yeah. carpet. Roderick's already finding a way to cheat. He says, well, I'll just go ahead and write mine. And I was going to tell him, you can't do that. You oh, have to get your verse God. first. He's always looking yeah, at me. Yes, it's all based on the verse. verse. I've already got it. I've already got it. It's done. Now the first no, presented to you. It's a surprise. Oh. presented to you oh. by some unknown party. Oh, you don't get no, to pick your No, by the one <laughs> And it's usually oh. based on a theme. Doggone. Um, okay, well. Yeah. Is, is it a Bible verse, I assume, Ro? A Bible verse, yes. Yeah, I figured as much. Okay. That, I've still got it. I've written a screenplay for every verse. You've I've got them all. You've written a screenplay for every verse I've got the whole all. Bible, huh? Yeah. I'll probably get something from, like, I don't know. Zephaniah or somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I just read me, Zephaniah the other day. That's why that one came to mind. Something from Leviticus. <laughs> there you go. Well, if you go to one six eight filmfest dot com, then they'll, there's a list there and and information there on the different contests that they have. Oh, okay, very good. That. Well, you know, I'll, this is a good time because we're going to break now. This yeah. is a good time to mention to our listeners that on the website that I mentioned, the pattysheen dot com, you go to the blog talk radio tab and there's an archive page, mm-hmm. and that takes you to all of our old shows, but which Rose show will be an old show after we get it done yep. today, so yep. it'll go on there. But also I have a websites and social media page mm-hmm. under Blog Talk Radio, and I'll go ahead and put that link on there, Row. I've put the other links on there already, but I'll go ahead and add that one Yeah. so that folks can check it out. Yep. Okay, well, we are about to go to break, and once again you are listening listening to Literally Speaking right here on Blog Talk Radio. And our guest today is Rowena Quo. I can't even speak today, goodness. And we will be back momentarily, so stick with us. Two roads diverged in a wood. And I took the one less traveled. And that has made all the difference. The Road Less Traveled Internet Ministries. Derek and George Live. Becoming Christlike. Salo and Hutch. All stops on the road. The road of enlightenment. The road of discovery. Join us each Thursday and Friday morning at 8 a.m. Mountain Time and Saturday evening at 6 p.m. Mountain Time as we invite you to join us on a journey, a journey on the road less traveled. Right here on Blog Talk Radio. If you watch a game, it's fun. If you play it, it's recreation. But if you work at it, it's golf. A golf course should aspire to generate as much energy as it consumes. And four miles north of Marion, Indiana, is a golf course that does just that. 6,690 yards of pure energy. Arbor Trace Golf Club is a course that's beauty is matched only by its bite. A course that can test not only the steel of one's nerves, but the metal of their irons. 
It's a course for the beginner who desires to learn the game as well as the player who is ready to challenge it. So whether you're looking to play just for the fun of the game or the opportunity to work hard on it, Arbitrace Golf Club is the course for you. Give Arbitrace Golf Club a shot because in golf, the most important shot you ever make is the next one. Stay connected to what matters most with high-speed service from Seacomb. For the home, we offer access where you need it most. Whether you're looking for high-speed internet or an in-home voice package or both, Seacom has your house covered. Send emails, download music, and surf the web with the fastest service in southeast Colorado. Our two-way wireless connections offer download speeds of up to 15 megabytes, but with a fiber connection, the sky is the limit. For the business, Seacom offers voice plans, broadband internet, BSL, and Ethernet circuits. Our fully integrated Metro Ethernet platform segregates your data traffic logically at the switch, avoiding the latency of multiple routers and quality of service overhead. With only a single router between you and our nationwide backbone carriers, you really will experience the Internet at the speed of light. We also offer point-to-point data links to connect all of your business locations. And if you're looking for carrier-grade data transport or dark fiber, look no further than Seacom's extensive privately-owned fiber network. We own and maintain our own network with more than 1,200 miles of fiber and growing throughout southeast Colorado. So whether you're looking for dark fiber, for cable, a dedicated corporate network, or carrier-grade data transport. Seacom has the answers. Visit us at seacom.net or call us at 1-800-657-7149. Seacom, world-class communications right in your backyard. Hello to all of Derek's listeners. Thanks, Derek, for giving me time to share my heart's passion, encouraging cancer, long-term illness patients, and their families. Gilead is an outreach that encourages over 2,400 people in 38 states. Our goal is to bring hope and help to those on the journey through the unknowns of treatment, family stress, and spiritual questions. One such story is Eric, whose senior year in high school was interrupted by the cancer that he was diagnosed with, interrupting a three-sport high school year. It changed his life and his perspective. Today, Eric's family oversees a foundation helping to find a cure. We're currently in our 15th year. We'd love to have you as a partner, either as a volunteer or a gift financially. Look for us on Facebook at Gilead Ministries. Welcome back to Lit Speak with Patty Sheen on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to the show and to the Road Less Traveled Internet Ministries right here on Blog Talk Radio. Our guest today is Rowena Quo. But before we get back with Rowena, we need to announce the winner of our giveaway. Go ahead and cry, Derek. It wasn't, get it over with. It, it wasn't, wasn't you, me. so go ahead and cry. It wasn't me. That, <laughs> it's never me. It's never you. <laughs> it's never me. Of course, we won't mention the fact that you never enter that, you know. <laughs> I've given up. That's That's it. <laughs> Your contest has squashed all the hope out all of me. All the hope you've ever had. Huh? I told you, perseverance pays. That's you just the don't power of your contest. I guess so. <laughs> Gee, just just squeeze all the optimism right out of you. Thanks a Boom. lot. Boom. That's it, it. That's it. It's gone. All righty. <laughs> but somebody won. The winner of our giveaway this week. Well, first let's tell, tell folks what yeah, our what giveaway was. It? was. Our guest last week was Ada Brownell, mm-hmm. and Ada is an author who has written several books. She offered a choice of one of three of her ebooks. She has a book called Swallowed by Life. Mm-hmm. 
she has a book called Joe the Dreamer. Right. And it was kind of a YA mm-hmm. story, and she has Imagine the Future You. And it's kind of funny that the winner happened to be at my house, and <laughs> winner is Dawn. This thing's and rigged. she happened to be at my house, and I had a copy, a hardback <laughs> copy of Imagine the Future You sitting there on the table. And she said, oh, this book looks really good. I went off to do something. Yeah. And she said, oh, this book looks really good. And I said, well, you should enter my contest because you could win it or your choice of two others. You could borrow this one from me, and then you could win one of the others. And she did enter, and she and did she win. she entered, and her number came up, and her number it was drawn through random.org, as always. Rigged.org. So, I never win. This thing's rigged. I know it is. Yep, you never win because you never enter. And That's you just true. gave up on me. And, That's true. You know, no, so, totally random. Crying. It is totally random. <laughs> I always give you a hard time, but it's random.org and it's it random. verified random. Yeah, supposed to, supposedly anyway. But yeah. I'll bet you this. I'll bet you anything. That I could enter, be the only one who entered, and <laughs> still not win. Zero. <laughs> yep. I'll bet you anything, I could be the only one and still not win. Actually, when I'm not doing the contest, I've played with it. I'll put like, okay, one to 99, and what is it going to yeah. give me? Just to make sure it doesn't always okay. pull up number one or two. It yeah. doesn't. They would no, pick zero for random, me. I guess. It would probably pick zero if it knew just you were in there. Yes, it, it would. Yeah. <laughs> it would recognize my name. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Let's get back to Roe. I'm sure she has some important things to talk about. Roe, the Chicago Cub fan. Yes, That's yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> Roe. Oh, goodness. Uh, do you do you promote your uh, screenwriting at uh, conferences and things like that uh, so that folks can come sure. to you? And Oh, great. Uh, sure, sure. I, at the um, Colorado uh, Writers' Conference, the Christian Colorado Writers' Conference, right? Yay. I hope you're there as well. Yes, I will see you there. Yes, I will yes. be doing a class on adapt your story to a screenplay, and um, so I will be. That that's one of the classes that I'll be facilitating there. Oh man! So I'll yes, go definitely ahead and I, come to that one then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. And have you have you received any uh, prospects from conferences, Ro? Oh yes, uh, we have several that we are considering. Um, it takes. It takes a long process. Uh, it's a long process to decide upon what 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 projects to take because it's um, because it's so competitive out there, and um, we need you need to find sponsors and ways to get your uh, you know backing and, and and things like that. So it ta- it takes a lot. Uh, so we have to decide upon the project, and that takes some time. But yes, we do have a lot of uh, a good work out there that we are considering. Um, our project now that we're we're just about to finish is for the World Federation for Mental Health, and it'll premiere. Uh, we, it's a short film. It'll premiere um, in Lille, France, at the end of April, and that's uh, to introduce the uh, new symbol for uh, world dignity in mental health, in mental health. Oh, how neat! Now, will we yeah. see so that here in the States kind of like a documentary? Hmm? Yeah. Go ahead. Will we see that here in the States eventually? Oh yeah, film? You can, you'll be able to see it online um, after the conference. Oh, wonderful! Uh, yeah, that was uh, what I at the end of yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I was Go going ahead. to ask you, Ro. Was uh, you know, ordinary guy like me sitting down in my studio here? Where where do I do? Can I see these films that you make? Where do I find these films that come out of at, out of your media group? 
Well, it's still very new, so um, there aren't too many yet, but uh, uh-huh. go to lpcmediagroup.com, and um, there are some links there. Uh, the one film um, that won at the 168 Rite of Passage uh, Best Screenplay, uh, Best Film, um, this past September was by Aaron Camp, and he was a writer that I worked with during the 168 uh, Rite of Passage competition. So his screenplay, was he developed into a movie, and it won Best Film for that category um, during that uh, during the 168 Film Fest. Oh, but that was pretty exciting for you. Yeah, and yeah. Him. so that's, yeah. Out on, that's out on DVD and uh, Vimeo On Demand. Oh, and it's being yeah, circulated cool. in various film festivals around the world right now. Now, is that stuck, Ro? It's called stuck. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Hmm. Ro, are there screen screenwriting organizations? And if so, do you have one or more that you would recommend to an aspiring screenwriter? Kind of like our ACFW. Is there anything um, like that out there? There are several. I mean, you know, you have to look on LinkedIn. Um, you know, every state almost has one. Uh, Florida has one. I mean, it's, okay. it's, it's they're all over. You just have to kind of find one that that uh, you feel comfortable with. Um, there's so many out there because film has morphed into something uh, that could be very independent. The, the small um, person, small uh, individual screen uh, or filmmaker, they can go out and make and produce a movie. Um, so you're, you've got a lot of competition out there, but then there are also a lot of venues. Very good. Well, and I'm sure, of course, I I've, I've, don't think I've ever had a real interest in this. I may after talking to you, <laughs> but I'm sure. I thought you had a screenplay in your pocket, Patty. Uh, that's right, I do. <laughs> Two of, them. of course, Google is the go all and be all of information yeah. these days. So I'm sure if a person were to type in their oh sure screenwriting Colorado or whatever their state and or country or whatever, I'm sure they would and find there are all hundreds, kinds. Hundreds, of... literally hundreds of com- competitions out there, um, you know that that you can you can join and um, participate in, and it just depends on what your bent is, what your what your uh, what, what your interest, what your interests are. Sure. So it just depends on that, um, because there are just so many. Oh, no, but there's probably dozens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you serve as the acquisitions editor and the editorial director for Lighthouse Publishing of the Carolinas for their Brimstone line. Is that correct? Yes, I'm the managing editor for Brimstone Fiction, and that's and the uh, specu- speculative imprint for Lighthouse Publishing of the Carolinas. Yes, and tell us a little bit about that. But first, I do want our listeners to know that there is a website also for the publishing company, and it is lighthousepublishingofthecarolinas.com if a person yeah. wants to go and check that out. So, Ro, tell us a little bit about, first of all, what is spec fic? I know yeah. a lot of people aren't sure. I was just getting ready to ask that. Stands I, for yeah. speculative fiction, and what is that genre? What does it entail? That's fantasy, science fiction, horror, anything supernatural. Um, of that nature that deals with some things that just um, don't usually happen um, in the in the real world. Uh, so uh, that's all that is, or as Jeff Gerke, who coined the phrase, um, anything weird. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. Yes. Very good. 
Well, we have a, a giveaway coming up here in a few minutes, and mm-hmm. we have a couple of books on the on the giveaway slot for today, and they are books that have been published by Brimstone. <clears throat> so tell us a little bit about those two books. One is Whiskey Sunrise, mm-hmm. and yes, the other is... By John Turney. Right, mm-hmm. and the other is Crossing into the Mystic by D.L. Kuntz. That's correct. Um, Crossing into the Mystic is a Civil War ghost story set in contemporary times. Ooh. Uh, yes, it's about a uh, a young girl who um, inherits a mansion and it's haunted, mm-hmm. and she develops a, um, a love interest in the ghost that inhabits the mansion. Um, and then it tells about uh, it tells about uh, her experiences with that uh, relationship. Um, Whis- uh, Whiskey Sunrise talks about uh, Navajo skinwalkers in oh my uh, the Arizona mm-hmm. desert. Oh so, wow! So and a small town recovering alcoholic chief of police, um, you know, gets involved in these murders uh, in his town. Um, and uh, he tries to investigate uh, the the causes of those murders, who who the murderers are, the drug cartels, and and um, it's a it's a shoot 'em up and a very action filled type of book um, that has supernatural elements to it. Oh my, I've I've got to definitely read that one, Rowan. I'll tell you, we have a mm-hmm. we have a writer a writers we have a. Oh, what do they call it? A book club (laughs) down in town. I haven't been for quite a while, but our library does a book club. And we had a gentleman who joined our club. It was mostly ladies. We had a gentleman who joined our club, and usually we took turns recommending our book for the following month. And he recommended this book called Hunt for the Skinwalkers. Yeah. And I read that book. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. Nobody else liked it except for this gentleman. And most of the rest of the ladies didn't even finish it. And it's I a thought, niche how could market. you not finish this book? It was <laughs> yeah, so it, it fascinating. Is. So um, I would definitely. They like are to mistaken for werewolves, skinwalkers, mm-hmm. but yes. they're really shapeshifters. That's right. Oh that's wow! Cool. That's yes, how the I've, legend goes. I've definitely yeah. got to get my hands there on that. There was an book. Episode, There was a, a show on on sci-fi that was called Haunted Highway, I think, or something like that, and and they would go up and down the highways of of. The United States doing these uh, legends and and uh-huh. urban legends and th- and they did one uh, in Arizona I think it was or somewhere about skinwalkers yeah yeah I think cool. the story took place out on a ranch in Utah <clears throat> yeah or somewhere like that but I'll tell you what I was just absolutely fascinated with yeah. it and everybody else <laughs> yeah this poor guy finally left the group because he felt like nobody likes to read my book <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it's definitely uh, an it's definitely a niche market, but yes, <laughs> when you're into it, you're really into it. Mm-hmm. And then there are folks out there yeah. who just don't understand it. But uh, yeah. hopefully that's something that can expand and uh, broaden the mind of uh, people around the country. Well, we're all about imagination here, and I think that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so, because I think that niche is, is big right now. Definitely. You know, it really is the whole supernatural, paranormal type thing. Is is big right now. People mm-hmm. like that. You know, it came out. We we had it with Twilight. We had it with all. You know, sure. whether it be vampires, whether it be uh, werewolves, whether it be whatever. They're they're huge now in in that idea. So that's a that's a cool premise um, for a book. Yeah, and when I saw the yeah. name, I was sure that it was some, had to have some kind of a Western element to it. 
it just speaks Western to me. And when you said there was some shoot 'em up, I said, "Yeah, probably." <laughs> You're a big shoot 'em up person, aren't you? Oh, I'm a, I'm a huge crossing person. into the mystic. Crossing into the mystic actually has been um, adapted into a screenplay by Jim Shores, mm. and we are now trying to get funding to produce that movie. Oh, cool. That, That's one we'll definitely yeah. have to watch for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, yes. Very yeah, good. So yeah. we're, that's what we're looking for now is um, how to how to get that produced, and we're working on that. And we just have a few seconds before our giveaway, Ro. That was one of my other questions that I kind of skipped over. Does the author or the or you people or who is it that goes out and says, hey, are you willing to put some money into my project? Uh, well, we are we are doing that. Each of us, um, you know, doing the legwork for that, uh, whether it be crowdfunding or um, through traditional means of sponsorship. Um, there could be multiple avenues for getting sponsorship. So that's something that uh, whether we're crowdfunding, we might set up a crowdfund for that, or crowdsourcing they call it. Um, we'll be setting up different projects to try to. Um, get that movie uh, the funding that it needs to be successful. Very good. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, it is now time. Let's give it away. For our <laughs> giveaway. <laughs> and Derek has a special jingle, Ro, that you're going to have to endure. Hey! Hit it, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for Let's Speak Literary Steel of the Week. There you go, right there. What do you think, bro? That'll do it. Come on. Well, of course, you're a Cubs fan, so you'll probably think it's great, huh, bro? Yes, yes. I'm still thinking of other ones to make that are just just as worse, just to get you. Man, I am so outnumbered today. Patty, you should do one. Yeah, get you one, Pat. Then I can sit there and say, that's just absolutely horrible. horrible. I can't believe you put that on the air. That's unbelievable. That sounds like something a Cub fan would do. Yes, there you go. There you go. What are we giving away? Are we giving giving away those books? Yes, actually, we are giving away the two books that Rowena has just talked about, Whiskey Sunrise by John Turney and Crossing into the Mystic by D.L. Kuntz. And these books, once again, were published by Lighthouse Publishing of the Carolinas under Rowena's imprint, which is Brimstone. It's a speculative fiction, both are speculative fiction works. So if you have never read Spec Fic, this might be something that you would really enjoy. I bet a lot of people have. They just didn't know it was called that. (laughs) Yeah, you know, probably. Probably. Yeah. Uh, how do how do I win? Okay, the way well, I don't win, win, but how would one? How would someone else? Well, win? if a person enters, there they have go. a good chance of winning. So how do I enter? Okay, so <laughs> on my website, which again is www.pattysheen.com, p a t t i p a t t i yes, go to the blog talk radio tab, and below that you'll see a big it's a big thing because it's all in capital letters it says giveaway let's speak literary steel of the week mm-hmm. and at the very bottom of that page there is a uh, add comment button mm-hmm. and all you do is put your comment in there and if you you can say anything you want to first of all let me make you aware that when you do get into that uh, pay when you hit the add comment button there will be three questions that come up and they are your name 
your um, location, yep. and you can put a very yeah. generic thing for location, state, country, even whatever. And for the, um, the email address, I do have to have that because it's my only way of contacting you when you win. Mm-hmm. So please do go ahead and. And it's safe and because that. you don't it's sell it. It's safe. Or... I don't sell it. I don't do phishing. I don't do spam. I don't even keep your address for that matter. Mm-hmm. Once that contest is over, that page is completely deleted. Yeah, it's just for the purpose so of getting hold of the a, winner. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we invite, and you don't have, we'd love to have you listen to the show, but we understand that people don't always get to listen to the show. So just go to the page, and of course, if you're not, I think you should. Show, have, you don't know. <laughs> I think you should have to listen to the show. I think you should give a special password. Special password? You know, I thought about that. The, just to said, listen no, to. I have to listen to the show. Fair. You have to listen to the show because you're here. I know. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Yeah. And so you're I never, saying you have to endure the show. No, so I didn't say I had to endure it. I said I, had, <laughs> I, I, I have to sit here and I never win. You have I to put, put up. It, you have to put up with put me in, and, yeah. and Jim, our producer. He's the long-suffering one, actually, because he has to listen to both of us. Yeah, but they've won a couple times. That's that's what that's I'm talking true. about. So true. I think I think that's Chicago true. Cubs should be the special password. <laughs> you think for so? This show. Huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. guess what? It ain't happening. Oh, okay. Well, I gave it a <laughs> shot. Anyway, you'll also see on that giveaway page you'll see a list of our. We had five winners in March because mm-hmm. we had five Tuesdays. Yeah. So uh, you'll see that hmm, we actually do have real winners. And that'll that'll be exciting. Everything's and, uh, picked by random.org. Picked, yeah, it tells you right over there in the little sidebar that everything is chosen by random.org. So yeah. it's a lot of fun. And Hey, you know, we've we only got just 10 people. minutes left. But we, yes, and I know you that gave Ro, me You gave well, me a little a slide, and I may be yes, jumping ahead. Ro of wants a, to talk about something very special in her beautiful life. little girl. Yes. And so... I I got to I've got to hear about this picture of this beautiful little girl standing beside these flowers. Ro, tell us about <laughs> Evie. Yeah, she she we adopted Evie from China um when she was 22 months old. Aww. She uh, is special needs. She has uh, spina bifida. Mm. And oh my so goodness. she cannot feel her legs. However, with today's technology, she is able to walk with a um RGO, which is a reciprocating gait orthotic. So uh, she wears that, and with a walker, she is able to walk. Fantastic. That is wonderful. And how old uh, is she now, Ro? She's five now. Oh, my goodness. She's a very small five-year-old, but she's very bright, very happy. Uh, she is the joy of our lives. We have four <laughs> children, and she is the youngest. Um, and so when we adopted her, um, you know, we thought, could we manage a child with special needs? Sure. And then I uh, I researched Chicago, and Chicago has <laughs> Chicago hospitals. Chicago has at least six. Those were the top six that ha- that specializes in spina bifida. Oh um, my And goodness. so I figured I figured well that this is the place to be um, if I we're going to have a child that has this condition. Um, and so she's been doing really really well. And, uh, you know, she's just a really happy little girl. Um, she had been abandoned under a bridge in China when mm. she was a newborn. Um, oh, my goodness. And, the, and where, where she was born was like Chicago uh, here in the winter. Uh, and she was born in January. So she, she, uh, it was very cold then. And so I, it's just a miracle that she survived. 
um, and being under a bridge, she must have been crying her heart out because that's the only way I would imagine somebody would be able to even see her. Even find her, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my. So, yeah. Um, so that that you know, she she struggled for um, the first part of her life um, because of her condition, um, and I'm sure uh, that poor mom who gave her up, you know, seeing that hole in the, the back of in her back um, because she was born with a hole in her back. Um, mm. at T12, which is pretty high, um, mm-hmm. you know, and and children like that, you know, don't have much of a chance um, in rural areas of China, um, and so uh, just for her to be alive is a miracle, and for her to be doing so well, too, she's she's just so so bright. Oh, my um, goodness. She looks happy. So she's oh, a she blessing to like us. She's the sweetest little sweetheart. Yeah, she <laughs> oh, does. She now, is. five years old, she is, is she going to be getting ready to start kindergarten? Next year she will. She's in preschool now, and yeah. uh, doing doing well there. And she's like, uh, you know, the head of the class. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how cool! <laughs> I think that adoption process is so neat. On one of our sister shows, we had an individual here from uh, locally who was going through the adoption process. Just just uh, got the just got accepted. Just found out. Oh. Okay, you're going to, you're going to get a, a child now. The wait. Yeah. You know, goes on and everything. And yesterday I read an article uh, that was it was very inspiring. I think it came out of insights or something like that uh, that was entitled While You Wait. And it talked about uh, waiting for that child when you're when you're getting ready for an adoption. And it, it had one one line in there that was incredible. It says it, it said something to the effect of. Uh, waiting has the the tendency to make us think about all the things that we don't have, mm-hmm. and uh, of course this would be their first child. But uh, Roe has other children. But that, that that adoption process is just one. It's massive. But two, you look at it and say, look, a life was changed. Oh, absolutely. A li- well, yeah. more than one life, because I'm sure Rose and her family was changed. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but look at that 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 little beauty right there. I mean, her life was just changed from underneath a bridge. Oh yeah, she would have died. Yeah. She would have died. <clears throat> to, yeah. So I, I commend you for that, Ro. That's that's uh, that's fantastic. No, it, it, she's a blessing to us. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's uh, just a just a, a wonderful thing that's happened to us because she's just enriched our lives so much by just being. And I'll bet and, your other uh, you three know, just totally dote on her, huh? I bet they just love the pieces. <laughs> <laughs> they do, they do, but they they they're very particular about not giving in to her. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> so they don't so they don't spoil her. <laughs> Well, make sure you tell her uh, today when you go home that uh, we talked about her on on Blog Talk Radio. So, right. <laughs> tell her the whole world like, knows about her. The whole her world now. knows about her now. Yes. That's no, right. I mean um, only two percent of Chinese nationals actually adopt. It's not really something that's predominant in the culture. And so, when we decided to adopt, we had a lot of resistance from our families. Um, because of the name and the stigma that's associated with it, and sure. um, and and for us to do that was was very difficult. But somehow, you know, now she's accepted into the family. Um, my uh, the church, um, the Chinese church, um, they all love her <laughs> when oh, they were initially against it. Um, but mm. now that they see what a wonder she is, and and um, you know, it's changed a lot of people's minds about adoption, 
and about taking somebody in uh, who is a stranger who has had uh, bad fortune on them um, and to turn that life around and become something that's a blessing. And if I'm correct, Ro, you have Filipino heritage and your husband has Chinese heritage. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, correct. I thought so. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's, well, what a blessing. that's wonderful. We want to remind everybody again where they can find all of uh, Rose things because we've only got, uh, unbelievably, we only got about left. four minutes I left. I wish we could go on that extra hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, yes, we um, have, just uh, one last one last plug is uh, I have a, a flash fiction coming out of Splickety in April. Splickety oh. magazine. Yes, I went to bring so, that up, mm-hmm. Rose. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I told you we so, always uh, run into that topics we don't get to speak about because the time goes by so darn <laughs> yeah. fast. And yeah. I'll also be at Realm Makers um, in in, July, in August. Realm Makers is a speculative fiction um, uh, conference. So if you're oh, a speculative good. fiction author, uh, check out RealmMakers dot com. There's a how do you spell that, Ro? R e a l m m a k e r s dot com. Okay. And uh, there's a contest there to be in an anthology that Brimstone will be publishing next year. Ooh. Very good. And I'll put that on that, like I told our listeners earlier, if they go to the uh, website, pattysheen.com, P-A-T-T-I-S-H-E-N-E.com, go to that Blog Talk Radio tab and the websites and social mm-hmm. media page, and we have a link on there to all of the social media sites for all of our people that have been on the yeah. show. And yeah. um, I have them in order. So right now, Ro, you're going to be at the very bottom, but mm-hmm. that'll change. Yeah. <laughs> so, get more shows. So. But, Work uh, my way up. Anyway, yeah, Ro's Facebook page is on there. And mm-hmm. cause I know we, we spit out these yeah. these uh, websites, websites and everything. And if you don't write it down or whatever, yeah. you feel like you've lost it. So, Ro, it's anyway, been fantastic having you wonderful. on the show. It really has. Oh, thank uh, you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. It's been so fun. Look forward to seeing you in May, Ro. Yes. Up there yes, at, uh, hopefully at the I'll park get to meet you in person WC. one day too, Derek. Yes, that would be fantastic. Yeah, I keep trying to drag him with me, and he's just never been able yes, to go. go. <laughs> <laughs> I may come with screen play in hand. Yeah, I'm... there you go. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thanks, Rogue. Hey, give that little girl a big giant hug for us. Yes, I please certainly do. will. I certainly. All will. right. God bless. God bless Thank you. you. Thank you, you too. so much for coming on the show today, Verena. <laughs> So what's next? We just got a minute left. What's next, next week, week? We have an author by the name of Dolores Leisner, and Dolores believes in miracles, and she has a book coming out soon called "Be the Miracle." Nice. And I think she's going to talk to us also about why and how we can each be the miracle. Fantastic. So I think that's going to be really interesting. Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. This will be next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, with Dolores, and we. We'll be right back here on Blog Talk Radio at 8 a.m. Mountain Daylight Time. If you uh, missed the show or you caught a part of the show and would like to hear it all, you can go to the archive page at pattysheen.com, and all of our shows will be there. I'll get Rose up here in the next Mm -hmm. little while. But uh, if there's any, I have a little blurb about each show so that uh, Mm -hmm. you just want to kind of scroll through and find some other shows that may be of interest to, to them as well, because everybody has different interests in the writing and creative yep. realm, and we're trying to come up with a 
the world of imagination. Well, the world of imagination, but we're trying to <laughs> trying to come up with a plethora. A plethora. Of that's a great word. Ideas. There you for go. People. How do you like that word? Isn't that that's, just awesome? That's right. So let me remind our listeners, as always, throughout the coming week, let your heart be open to what God is letting, telling you through your imagination, and act upon it. Thank you for listening, and God bless you all. Go Until next week. Go Cubs. Rock. There is a candle in every soul, some brightly burning, some dark and cold. There is a spirit who brings a fire, ignites a candle, and makes his own. 